0: Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth.
1: Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy podcast by a Scooby and a Newbie. Hellmouth. Hellmouth.
0: episode 13 dead things original air date february 5th 2002
1: february 5th 2002 exciting times i don't think we really talked about what's new in 2002 uh, i was actually thinking previously that i don't remember a single thing from that year right and i couldn't tell you whether it happened or not yeah <laughs> did anything go on in 2002
0: i mean if we looked it up there had to be something that happened no no
1: that's cheating oh that's cheating right it's what do you remember about 2002 and nothing specifically
0: a, nothing yeah
1: nothing happened
0: probably in not that
1: year and 2003 man right mm, actually the early nothing. 2000s is going to be it's a blur. yeah yeah it's like
0: 2001 oh. something happened uh-huh. and then after that maybe maybe i could make some stuff up for like 2008
1: yeah no 2007 i know the iphone was released <laughs> and before that
0: oh maybe youtube came out
1: yeah, but I don't know what year that was. Well, it was recently the year their
0: their 10-year anniversary, I think. Like, maybe last year. Oh, Anyhow. Maybe... Hmm. We just yeah. sound really old, I think. Okay, let's...
1: Uh, so, <laughs> what? what's this episode called? Dead, Dead Things. Things.
0: Right. It's a little on the nose. Um,
1: yeah. So, Buffy seasons are 22 episodes long. Yes. <laughs> and a lot of modern TV shows have gone for a shorter format. For good uh, reason. They are unrestricted by... Things like networks in this case, you know, your Netflix will sponsor an eight episode season before it will sponsor an untested 22 episode season, right? For good reason. And then they've got more money per episode to use. They've got fewer episodes, so they don't need to have filler. And in Buffy, though, it's 22 episodes and you get to like this mid-season slump.
0: Mm -hmm. And I
1: think that happens pretty much every season. This is uh, episode 13 of the... Tw-
0: season.
1: Of 22, yeah. Of 22. So we've
0: recently come back from the break, basically.
1: Yeah, I, I just want to call out that goodbye Oa <laughs> was, I think, episode 14? Yeah. It was 12, 13, or 14 of season four. Like, it gets traditionally into a rough patch in the middle of the season. For sure. When they don't know what they're doing. They don't have enough money, and they know that they need to be saving for later in the season. And it's just this real slog. (laughs) All of that to say, I don't like this episode.
0: Interesting.
1: If this, again, if I were not doing a podcast, I think I'd be done with Buffy right now.
0: Wow, that's intense. I did not expect this like level of disdain.
1: Now, after I watched this episode, I was just like, wow, I really disliked that. Like, is this a new goodbye-o-a for me? (laughs) And oh boy, Michaela, let me tell you, I listened to our Goodbye Iowa episode today <laughs> just to like remind myself right. of what happened in that, <laughs> and holy shit, this is a bazillion yes. times better Don't than Goodbye Iowa. Try to call oh my this God. a
0: new Goodbye Iowa. Goodbye had the had
1: Adam eating the floppy disks. It had the garbage bandana. It had Riley <laughs> being all sweaty and sick. It had just like oh, it had Tara hiding the dust for the spell.
0: Like Xander oh, and so Buffy sneaking into happened. the initiative.
1: Spike has his mini arc of being kicked out of Willie's bar for being a snitch. Ridiculous. Yeah, this is not a good Bio level episode, but it's also boring as fuck. And incredibly problematic because the first half of it is just, hey, watch these nerds try to rape uh, an innocent girl.
0: So up to this point, the nerds have been the bad guys in very big air quotes. yeah. Uh-huh. And like all of their evil doing has had this undertone of being gross and like, the, like what they want to do is gross. But it just ends up being kind of stupid and wacky because they mess everything up. Right. But if we want them... And I mean, more specifically, Warren, to actually be like evil and be perceived as being evil, then yeah, they have to do something really fucking bad.
1: Yeah, but murder is an okay thing to have happen there. You don't have to have all three of them try to rape a girl. I'm not saying you have to do anything. (laughs) Yeah, I don't agree with the direction this show (laughs) went in that and i dislike it for taking it in that direction because it's really weird and uncomfortable and not treated with the gravity that it should be or i don't know when katrina's out of it she's like sort of she's really pissed at them and brings up rape as like yeah that's what they're trying to do to her but like Lil jay had no idea that's what he was trying to do and you're like of course it is well but this is the whole thing right
0: no they they like the whole point is that to them it is just this stupid game and katrina screaming it at them like and taking it seriously is like this weird wake-up call for little jay and i'm not saying it's okay mm. that he didn't get it but he didn't
1: yeah i'm less focused on what the characters are thinking and more like it's such a bizarre choice for your show to do this and just is so uncomfortable and then again is treated kind of lightly honestly They, like, yeah the murder is the bad part in this for some reason and i I don't know. I feel
0: like it's all bad. I don't think the show at any point is saying the murder is the worst part of it. The murder is just the thing that they have to focus on because that's what they're trying to cover up.
1: Maybe it's not that then. Maybe that's not what I have a problem with. Maybe it's just that they really didn't need to go in a let's make all three of these characters potential rapists direction. And they decided to do that because that seemed like a good idea. And as an audience member, I'm not. That's not what I'm looking for out of this show. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, also, this entire episode, things happen, but generally what you can say for it is things continue to happen. And that's really where the mid-season slump hits you. And it's like, ah, oh, the nerds continue to be evil. And they're much more evil than they were before. But like they continue and Buffy and Spike continue to have sex and it's progressing, but n- not in any like pivotal way. Where in a shorter season, they would need to have, like, something happening for most of these episodes. This is like, eh, some things continue to happen.
0: And I, while I will agree, I'll also say that this que- this episode asks interesting questions about Buffy, how she feels about this darkness that she's perceiving inside of herself. And, like, mm. there's such a parallel between her and Faith. The things that happen. Yeah. and And then Buffy continues to make the same choices and say very, very similar things that she said to Faith when faced with this same situation, basically.
1: Well, that's a good call. They should bring Faith back.
0: <laughs> Anyways, why does Spike have so many rugs?
1: Right? How did they get under rugs while <laughs> having sex? So many How... rugs! Sorry, this is called L-shaped sheet in my oh. uh, pictures, but it should be L-shaped rug, technically. Um...
0: so many rugs! <laughs>
1: because this is what happens in tv right the the guy's nips are okay to see yeah so you have the rug slash sheet covering just the lower half but the girl nips oh those can't be viewed on television Yeah. No. so it has to go up so you have these two characters right beside each other but the sheet has to cover vastly different swaths of their body so you get the l-shaped sheet effect where it's really just an l <laughs>
0: is it just multiple rugs cuz they're lying on at least five rugs and they're just oh, no, under there's so many
1: fucking rugs <laughs> two
0: more there's so many rugs and they're all vaguely the same yeah
1: it can't be comfortable under there either that oh, it feels just gross and it's going to be all crypt floor underneath that oh no good no good
0: <laughs> oh, it's so cold yeah. think about how cold it would be uh.
1: so they're having a smashing good time and they have a little bit of a conversation with each other and that's nice except Buffy gets freaked out because she doesn't want to be in a relationship with Spike.
0: Well, then, is this a relationship? I guess, in a way, there's just a really abusive relationship. Yeah.
1: Spike asks whether it's a relationship or not, because he wants it to go in that direction. And that's what freaks Buffy out. Yeah. Well, that and the handcuffs that he whips out and asks (laughs) Buffy if she trusts him. (laughs) And she should not. No. And she doesn't.
0: Thank God. Did he just have those? How did he have those right there?
1: They're sex cuffs, man. They were, he knew where they were.
0: I guess he maneuvered them under (laughs) these particular rugs?
1: (laughs) If we're asking questions in this episode (laughs) about how Spike's objects get places versus how Spike gets places, I've got bigger problems with the Spike gets places.
0: Yeah. No, that's okay. I understand that.
1: The nerds have their cer- cerebral bi- diameter nonsense to control people's minds, which will allow them to rape girls. Yep. Yay.
0: So when it gets right down to it, what this episode is trying to say is that Warren is a piece of shit. Yep. Andrew and Jonathan are like living in this dream world where they're not thinking about the consequences of their actions. Right. Right. And then so when things go down, Little Jay, he does not look happy with what's going on. And he doesn't look like he's accepted it. Whereas like Andrew seems more ready to just kind of like go along with whatever Warren wants to do. Right.
1: Yeah. It's very much setting up the spectrum of evilness in the trio where Warren is... Far to the evil side. Andrew is willing to bow to peer pressure that Warren is heaping on them. Yeah. And Lil J is the reluctant one.
0: But like, how can he stand up to Warren? Like, even from a physical perspective, right? Warren is so much bigger than him.
1: He's so much bigger and he's so much more, not persuasive, but confident.
0: When, like, clearly willing to do bad things.
1: Yeah, incredibly bad things.
0: And like, the thing what it comes down to is that, like, Warren knows very well what this is. And what he's talking about doing. And he doesn't care because he wants to own Katrina, basically. He wants to possess her.
1: No, and I understand that. And yeah, obviously it's setting up this bad thing and they do terrible things. And the show knows that it's bad and wants us to know that it's bad. It's just like... So you just could have of done without it. In, really. Yeah, there's a lot of rape stuff happening in this show in general that sort of comes out of nowhere and then is kinda not dismissed, but like by the next episode we'll be we'll be dwelling on the fact that Lil J's grappling with the fact that he almost raped someone. He'll probably be messed up about the murder thing more than that. And yeah, I don't know, the implications back in Go Fish were similarly problematic and then just dropped and just tends to do it you know
0: yeah i mean it's a hard thing to put in a show and so i understand your point of like then just don't yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah.
1: and yes i think there's actually some interesting stuff that you just said about this like the the concept of the nerds being trapped with warren like andrew and lil j being trapped with him because that definitely happens i didn't get the the feeling that i want out of it in the episode where what i want to see is this like hotbox drama right where they are stuck in a place and suddenly these what seemed like similar personalities explode into these different ones and really fracture along these lines and I think what I got was a much milder version of that where I right. think the interesting bit is like no focus on that as the central crux of this episode and make it mostly Warren Lil J and Andrew in this room having just killed Katrina.
0: And what you want, too, is you want more horror from Lil' Jay, right? You want to yeah. see him be more affected by all of this.
1: Just more expressive in yeah. general, because you get very little from him across the entire episode. And like at the very end, Andrew agrees in some way with Warren, and Lil' Jay says, yeah, in a reluctant way. And you get a lot out of that small interaction, but I think that's uh, that would be the better crux for this episode to revolve around.
0: That's fair. Anywho.
1: Tara's visiting Buffy at Double Meat Palace, the old DMP.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't want to call it that at all. Oh, I've taken a picture of this.
1: Yeah, so happy to see Squara.
0: <laughs> I mean, I call Some her Squara, kind. but I am so happy to see her. Look how long her sweater is. Oh, delightful oh, stuff. Delightful.
1: I do wish that Tara was more of a character. <laughs> like, it, see, it feels like she's in a really good place to be an interesting character, and we just never hear like, what does Tara do when she's not interacting with Buffy? Yeah, because she's Nothing, still... as far as we can tell. She turns off.
0: <laughs> she's still going to college. She's still actually able to do magic and not spiral into addiction in the way mm-hmm. of Willow. She can do some
1: research like... when Giles is missing. Now we've got a Tara, maybe, show? Hey, guys? She's,
0: she's very useful. And, like...
1: <laughs> but she continues to be defined by her interactions with the other characters and yeah. not by her own character
0: she and in this episode they basically they find a way to bring her back in but it's just because buffy needs something magical and she can't ask willow so i guess magical and giles
1: ask yeah Yeah. (laughs) she needs some research to be done because she came back wrong and i'm like thank god it's been a few episodes since we learned about that and I feel like that should be a high priority for it Buffy. It should be.
0: I also took a picture of Buffy in her DMP outfit.
1: Oh, the full name tag. It does say <gasps> Buffy Summers on it.
0: And I don't know why I was so fixated on that. But
1: yeah, like, I was surprised.
0: You don't...
1: <laughs> you don't put a last name on these it's things, so right? It's
0: so weird. Like, Especially
1: like, now in the internet age. Now you, you, you can like just type that into a fucking search engine.
0: Right? Your whole name? That's so weird.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what if it had said Buffy and Summers though? <laughs>
0: You're right. It isn't her full name. That's a good point.
1: (laughs) That would have been just leagues weirder, and it would have been great. Yeah. Warren, can we talk about him having a gigantic spy camera on his tie? (laughs) It's just... Uh, What I've termed the subtle camera.
0: It's just so conspicuous.
1: (laughs) It doesn't blend into the tie at all. (laughs) And I get it. As a prop master, you're like, okay, I need a fucking spy camera in a tie. Well, I found this tie that has... (laughs) Kind of a circular pattern. I'll use yeah. that. Just I shove this thing in there. I can't find a tie with a bunch of, like, small opals in it, so
0: right? this is the best one. Disguise it in a sea of similar-looking things. It's not but hard. But as a prop master,
1: you don't have time <laughs> no. or energy. No, you don't. You got other shit to do, man. So we've got this subtle camera, and uh, I think Warren's looking pretty interesting here i said sharp but i'm not sure (laughs) you want to take it all back with that yeah oh well yeah he looks like a (laughs) dumbass
0: yeah it's it's that thing of he's trying to look sharp and it just comes off as still being kind of like the suit doesn't fit him perfectly and it's tough too because he's wearing an early 2000s suit so his tie is gigantic (laughs) Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah so he's gone clearly he's gone to specifically find katrina he somehow knew she would be here right like this is not a coincidence yeah.
1: no 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 yeah. no. and yes they're all looking for which woman they should kidnap and rape and warren sees katrina so he decides that she's the one she's the special one for him mm-hmm. and he roofies her with the cerebral diabiner <laughs> dampener i think it's just
0: <laughs> It's dampener, but I like all of your words. <laughs> they're, they're good. I
1: didn't hear it right at first, and then I kept not hearing it right. And you're like, Because, you know, it. <laughs> cerebral dampener. And I'm like, oh, okay, yep, they've got a cerebral dampener in there.
0: Refleasive refer. Yeah, no, that's fine. It's a stupid mind control orb. That's fine. Yep. Yeah. And
1: it's technological, but also magical. And yeah, it roofies her. She's now yeah. under his control cool great
0: great stuff
1: then we get a lot more fun fashion (laughs) and this is where i really oh okay everyone wants to be the couch excellent yeah 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 yeah. because buffy's wearing a nice shoulderless shirt which is very of the time but i don't dislike it i want to say i like this shoulderless look it's just so of the time that you can't wear it now
0: and it's just it's so cutesy with her short hair
1: Oh, it's so cutesy. It's
0: very cutesy. Like, I think it's too cutesy for me, honestly.
1: Fair enough. But then the real (laughs) crux of this scene, (laughs) Uh, the thing that we're all focused on is that Willow is blending into the couch and thank god you know because she's got a terrible jacket on It is so gross. She, she does want to blend in as much as possible to the background why is it
0: so big she's just it's like so big. sweating in it
1: it's a brown blazer and it blends in fairly well to the couch but it still offends the eye you know <laughs> Uh, I'm surprised you didn't get a picture of Anya's dress here Because she's looking fucking amazing yeah. She's got that red alert happening no, She's, she's looking got the great. the deep red dress with the platinum blonde hair oh, Very classic look mm-hmm. And then Willow's just over there in her overlarge brown blazer <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stupid Willow Just
0: looking like a big frump You know? Oh, good lord. Uh,
1: Yeah. Uh, What's happening here? Dance practice for the wedding, and also, Dawn's going over to Janice's place for the night.
0: I mean, Dawn has a new mom who's much better than Buffy at being a mom. mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, she's got
1: Janice's mom and Willow's being a much better mom than (laughs) Buffy is. Willow knew that Dawn was going out tonight. Buffy Buffy. has not been around because she's been too busy banging Spike, so.
0: And Buffy's like, no, I'm here now. Now I'm here, so you have to hang out with me. And you're like, that's not how it works, Buffy. Like, you can't just expect Dawn to be available because you are.
1: And I laugh about it, but also after we just saw all of the things with the nerds and the weird under-rug sex, and now this, like, I'm feeling thoroughly depressed by this episode this is a downer like,
0: fucking episode
1: it's such a downer and nothing really happens on, like ah uh, yeah things continue to happen that's great well, but buffy's such an awful sister
0: yeah so uh, buffy's not hit rock bottom yet is basically what's happening here she's still spiraling down
1: right the only
0: way i will say that she makes any headway is that at the end she does finally like tell someone she hasn't been able to i know it's tara and tara is sort of a non-person because the yeah, show doesn't let her be really a person count. but yeah. she at least tells someone
1: well <sighs> i might be getting depressed so i think it's time for our first segment of we need the to evening. take a little
0: break yeah yeah we need to it take is a hard break from to this. be to be excited by this episode i will say that
1: yeah our first segment this evening is, as usual, Joss Watch. Oh, Joss Whedon, what do you do with your time?
0: Giving all you money to charity, and I guess that sounds just fine, but I'm wondering if you got to discover more Joss. Maybe you can, I a crack laptop, but we'll do it a favor to me. Oh. Have you been researching the things that Joss is currently up to? His, I his have ongoing been. projects?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... As we all know, good thing that we don't necessarily do Joss watch all the time because things are fairly out of date here. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at an article from February 22nd of this year, and it's uh, currently October. Hey,
0: this year. Not bad.
1: This year, right? Uh, the problem is when you Google Joss Whedon and look for news, most of it's about things that like he used to work on. So mm. anything tagged with Buffy right. will be like created by joss whedon so all of that pollutes things but couple fun things he was working on batgirl which is oh. a movie hmm yeah it's, it's a movie for dc and uh he's now off of that because <laughs> fuck it it's dumb and it's dc and good luck to them
0: and him being on superhero movies has literally well it worked out once i guess twice worked out once
1: That one Mm. time for the first Avengers and then ever again after that?
0: They, like, he tried to get Wonder Woman made for a long time, I think. Oh, yeah. And that never worked out for him. Yeah.
1: Well, he's bringing a new sci-fi series to HBO called The Nevers, which we're all very excited about.
0: Is this the steampunk one?
1: Oh, probably. (laughs) Uh, The Nevers is maybe the most ambitious narrative I've created, Whedon said. But of course, of course it is. You have to say that about anything that you're doing.
0: You have to get people hyped.
1: Yeah, you can't be like, hey, yeah, this is a pretty bog standard show (laughs) I'm working on.
0: This is no Firefly, guys. Let me be (laughs) (laughs) clear. Right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, you can't have that. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the other news for Joss Whedon lately is that he's a story consultant on the new Buffy the Vampire Slayer comic, which I think season nine is being made in comics or... Comic book reboot oh, for 2019.
0: We're way past season nine.
1: Okay, whatever but Whatever the-, the 2019 comic book series is, Joss Whedon is story consultant for that, which you kind of expect. Honestly. And
0: the big news on that, too, is that Dark Horse is no longer making those comics.
1: Oh. Somebody
0: else started making them, which is from what i've read a good thing because the dark horse ones have sort of been spinning their wheels for a while Mm. i'm not really into the comics but i want to say that they've done i mean it's hard how can you call it a season when it's (laughs) a comic right they do call them that though i I don't know what season they're at god it could be it could be some crazy number
1: well that's all i have for joss watch this week slash year
0: (laughs) Not a tune in next week (laughs) for the updates.
1: (laughs) I could have researched better, but I was short on time, slash, didn't want to.
0: What the hell? Okay, so here's a a little comic update. So, season eight of Buffy is 2007 to 2011, which is bananas. (laughs) Season nine is 2011 to 2013. Season 10 is 2014 to 2016.
1: Jesus.
0: (laughs) doesn't make any sense
1: well we've got a 2019 coming I... so that'll so, be fun
0: i guess that season 11 i don't know well if they're
1: not dark horse anymore it might not be uh, a season
0: yeah oh that's so confusing jesus christ
1: yeah this is um comic book reboot apparently so might be entirely new stuff that's well, interesting still with around buffy but yeah that's uh that's our joss watch for this week tune in next week when we might have more details we won't just watch. Just watch. <laughs> okay. Grossness is intensifying as Katrina is dressed as a French maid. Ble- oh for ble- anyone who doesn't remember Katrina is right. Warren's ex girlfriend. Which is who very we relevant. Saw in that robot episode. Sorry. <laughs> That's it's <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I can't say that, that robot, robot episode. episode. That's crazy. Uh, you fool. What episode was that? That was I don't know. The one with bullshit.
0: April, the robot. The non Buffy bot no <laughs> what is that fucking uh, called oh god i was made to love one. you
1: i was made to love you that's you it yeah yeah yeah. not bargaining part one turns out
0: and I so i mean i get that the whole point of the nerds is that they don't have any awareness of how people act around each other but it is so clear that warren knows this person Oh, yeah. It's so obvious. And then they're just so shocked by it later. Oh, God.
1: Yeah, so Warren takes Katrina away for some romantical times, much to the protestations of the narrative. Oh, I'm so done. With this. <laughs> like, God, no. Absolutely not. And then things get a lot better because the cerebral defibrillator is out of juice and Katrina wakes up before anything can actually happen. And gets to punch Warren or, like, kick him out of the room, which is a lot of fun. Like, she's, she's
0: much stronger than he is. Yeah, and she's yelling, and she, yeah, just basically says to them, I think she says that they're boys playing at being men, which I yep. I always really liked.
1: How do you feel about the fun prison rape joke that she makes?
0: Ha ha ha, this uh, show, am
1: I right? Yeah. What a... Can we... I know it's not supposed to be a barrel of laughs, but, like, what the... F-
0: fucking what... <laughs> Can we talk about how much chest hair uh, Warren has?
1: Ooh, potentially. Do you have a picture of it? So (laughs) much hair. Oh, there you go. No, it's not so moo chair. No. (laughs) Wow, that's a lot of chest hair on that fella.
0: And like, I mean, not to throw shade at Adam Bush, because I assume that's just his (laughs) chest. But I don't know, his shirt was undone. I was like, what's... Well, is he wearing a, a vest under his shirt? Know.
1: Is that just a band of it at the top, though? Like, I'm is that just... prosthetics? I, I think don't... that might be a prosthetic.
0: I think it's... Why? Why would they do that?
1: Costuming reasons. You gotta have the chest here. there. Look, because there's a band of it, and then it gets lighter down below.
0: Why would you not make it uniform if it was fake?
1: Because they didn't expect his shirt to be unbuttoned that much.
0: I... There's... No, no. I disagree. Why is it a band, then? <laughs> Because cause people's hair grows weird. I don't know about chest not hair. Not like that. <laughs> you...
1: <laughs> it's not like a rectangle across the top of your chest. Maybe he's been doing landscaping to some extent.
0: Listen, man, who
1: knows? It is a lot of hair, though. Depends whether it's his or not. Uh, or independent yeah. of whether it's his or not.
0: Anyhow, they really didn't research at all how long this stupid thing was going to last. No. For whatever reason. So yeah, I mean, she tries to get away from these creepy fucks.
1: Well, and she's going to tell everyone that they tried to rape her and that they kidnapped her. And yeah. that's going to be bad for them. So Warren does what he
0: has to do. He
1: kills her. And that's he hits, the best thing that happened. He not intend
0: to kill her.
1: No, he definitely right. does not.
0: He just hits her over the head with a bottle, which yep. in the movies generally just knocks people out. <laughs> right, But yeah. you know, whacking someone in the head... That can do some serious damage.
1: Buffy the Vampire Slayer has been very consistent. Head wounds are serious (laughs) business. And you don't just Uh, hit your head and get concussed. That doesn't happen in this show. In (laughs) this show, it's always serious.
0: (laughs) You do make a good point. Uh, (sighs) Yeah. Well, well, we aren't here for consistent head wounds.
1: Nor Uh, are we here for fun, apparently. Not today. This is not a barrel of larfs. Warren reveals himself to be the true villain of the piece and he says Andrew and Lil J are both part of this, like they're accomplices, which they are to some extent. Uh, They would get in a lot of trouble if they went to the police, you know, probably not as much trouble as they, (laughs) at least Warren might get in later, but that's fine. Yeah, Uh, and they're they're still
0: accessories to this murder.
1: Oh yeah, Warren's like, we can fix this, we can hide it, and Lil J quite rightly is like, no, 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 no. This this is your ex-girlfriend, you asshole. A, how did you not tell us? B, the fact that there is anything linking us to this means that Buffy will fix it out. And she will kick all of our asses. And it won't be funny. We'll be very injured.
0: And then we will go to jail.
1: Yeah, we'll still go to jail. You know, we could go to jail on our terms or (laughs) Buffy's terms.
0: Yeah, maybe let's just go now. It's always better if you just turn yourself in anyways.
1: Technically, he's incorrect because Buffy is not very good at investigation, but she has friends that would fix it out. That are
0: so good at investigation, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean,
0: well, and this is the thing. Like, Buffy had met Katrina. This is not a hard puzzle <laughs> to put together. Now, okay, Buffy okay. does not immediately put it together, but she gets there.
1: Honestly, I am so impressed at how quickly Buffy puts it together. Because later in the episode, she hears the name of the victim. And I guess she saw the, the victim's she's, face. So she was looking at her before. face
0: face with her. Like, she's seen her. I mean, it was one time Multiple years ago, one like time, a year
1: ago, a year ago yeah, and then that's hearing fair. the name as Katrina something something, yeah. and Buffy had only ever heard her referred to as, <laughs> as Trina, Trina, yeah, which is shown in a flashback, <laughs> and I'm like, oh guys, no no no, cut that, cut that, you don't, this Get is not the time of the yeah.
0: flashback, yeah <laughs> this is
1: not the time to show how little Buffy ever interacted <laughs> with this woman. You know what? Just. Just put that aside and be like, no, Buffy's got very good memory. It's Or like, maybe they talked a bunch off screen. Don't show the entirety of their interaction here.
0: But you have to imagine that they were like, oh, it's so... It's such a short clip. We can just show the whole time that Buffy (laughs) met Katrina. It's so perfect. The audience will definitely understand how Buffy figured this out. When I realized that it was a (laughs) Katrina to
1: Trina thing, I was like, Mm, oh, that's tenuous as fuck.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: She does get up close and personal with the body, but you know, whatever. Before that, we've got our bronze dance times and the waitresses are as always in their space pants, which is great.
0: I don't know how I never noticed that the bronze had taken on this weird space theme.
1: They are like, consistent as hell with the I space know. pants
0: I don't get it What is the theme?
1: <sighs> Buffy has uh, changed from her shoulderless thing Into a delightful white shirt But then, <laughs> so we've seen chokers in the past Yeah What if you took a strip of leather And wrapped it around your neck like ten times
0: I was gonna call it licorice But yeah, Ooh, yeah. It looks like that thin licorice, you know
1: Yeah, like a licorice whip
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. will
1: say, it doesn't look bad, but it's very eye-catching. It's like, yeah. hey, look at this thing very around much around neck. my neck. Yeah. 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 Look, all of this neck. Look, doesn't it look delicious?
0: <laughs> so licoricey yeah
1: so licoricey so <laughs> neck like uh yeah she's in the bronze everyone else is going off and dancing and having a good time and she goes up the stairs to the empty scaffolding
0: i mean i hope it's fucking empty oh my okay. god right oh jesus so i actually really like the lighting that they did here i know we always oh, harp on them like what yeah i know it... so we always harp on them for the lighting in the show right but the way that they are lighting buffy from i guess like in front of her and to the right and then spike is sort of like literally lurking in the shadows over her shoulder yeah i i thought it was a really good look like a really cool look
1: it is a very cool look when spike appears behind buffy right. i was like oh no Sorry. he's the new angel
0: he's the new angel <laughs>
1: <laughs> he is the knight
0: uh, yeah well i mean vampires you know that's their yeah. thing
1: Dark and mysterious.
0: Dark and mysterious.
1: And as you say, it's a good thing no one else is up here oh, on the scaffolding. Oh boy. Because he just, he whips it out, I guess. and <laughs> I guess. They just start having sex in a really weirdly public place with Spike saying weird things to her the entire time. And it, it's not an upper episode, I know this. But this <laughs> is really weird. And
0: you and I have both been in a situation where there were two people up on a balcony just making out.
1: Oh <laughs> greatest Gen Con <laughs> yeah, in yeah. Toronto. I was wondering where that was going. I was like, wait, I had sex on a balcony?
0: No, no. We saw two people on a yeah, balcony yeah, yeah. just going at it, making out. Right. And like They were
1: very visible.
0: So visible from the floor. It's Oh yeah. You're not Like invisible because you're on a balcony. You're not like, oh, I'm above people. They can't see me. No! Everyone can see
1: you! Yeah! The entirety of you is visible.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's very obvious.
1: I'm also confused as to like the the mechanics, I guess, Uh, of this sex.
0: I don't think we want to think about it at all. Because
1: the the positioning only suggests one thing. Buffy's so
0: short. You know
1: Yeah.
0: she's just so short, it doesn't make any sense. Yep. And yeah, I mean anyone comes up onto the balcony and they're like, oh no <laughs> kick what those people out of here, here immediately. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <sighs> I don't love this episode. I, <laughs> I don't understand. know if I should.
0: I don't think I need to. It's a
1: downer. I get it. I think it's a really weird, dumb episode in a lot of ways. <laughs> okay, so Tara runs into Willow outside the magic box the next day. Tara's got that there grimoire for the researching of the what made Buffy come back all wrong stuff.
0: She got that kimono.
1: Kimono. Woo! Woo! Tara's looking so good. Yeah. God. Oh, she's very, she's an autumn and they're doing a good
0: job with that. <laughs> You know? Uh, okay. And you were harping on how shitty Willow looks, but I've actually called this next picture Reasonable Coat. Oh, yeah. This is a good coat. And uh, we're going to see this coat later on. Maybe at the end of the season. Who's to say? Oh. I knew it looked familiar. And then the wiki, yeah, the wiki was like, yes, Michaela, it does look familiar. <laughs>
1: wow. I didn't realize the wiki had fashion tips on it.
0: Sometimes. Well,
1: interesting. I mean, it's whatever be, people put on there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And like, she's going to be wearing it while she's uh, you know, doing some cool stuff. Right. So, yeah. It people noticed her outfit, I guess, for that time. It was a like... Not sure
1: I'd describe it as cool. No. <laughs> Interesting, well, certainly.
0: I mean, doesn't this episode kind of make you wanna see Warren get flayed though? A little bit, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Couldn't mind it.
1: Yeah. So yes. Tara's looking very nice willow's looking very nice they have a little bit of an awkward time
0: but willow has this accomplishment where she doesn't she hasn't done magic in 32 days which you know what that's that's good 32 it's, days is a long it is. time
1: it's very good for her it's very <laughs> drugs magic as drugs metaphor i
0: understand you don't like it when
1: <laughs> it's just really an encumbrance or like uh, unwieldy that's what it is yeah. it's an unwieldy metaphor like that it they feels have gone with
0: like they have to shoehorn it in every time it
1: yeah because all of the terminology around it like yeah. oh i haven't done a magic in the last 32 <laughs> days okay no yep, my done steps are good
0: <laughs> done a spell is a perfectly legitimate way to say something
1: yeah but it, it's really weird to have time to yourself like uh. what why is it an addiction
0: That's such a weird thing
1: why couldn't magic just have a regular price? And like you have to pay with it with blood or like your soul starts leaking out of you, you know? Everything Things are is going, going well.
0: great for Willow. Yeah. Comparatively. Top-notch.
1: Yes. And Willow and Tara are having more and more normal conversations all the time. You know, it's not back to where they used to be, but it's a hell of a lot better than the, than where they were.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <sighs>
1: So Buffy the Vampire Slayer is not a show that usually relies heavily on music, with oh, a few notable this, exceptions.
0: This song! I was just like, what's happening? When we die,
1: we go. So to have a scene where... The characters are completely silent, there is no foley, and there is just a weird, sad song playing overly loudly over all of the action.
0: Incredibly jarring. It's so strange. It was very jarring. And you're like, what's happening? This might be a Bush song out of this world. The wiki does list the music. I'm just telling everyone if they want to go listen to
1: it buffy's like walking over to the crypt to see spike and spike is shirtless because of course he is in this episode with his
0: decanter of blood
1: he's so oh he's so fucking broody now
0: <laughs> oh god he he is all fun. angel-y no yeah he's, he's so, not fun
1: he's so broody and like saying weird things while he has sex with buffy constantly
0: yeah he's not gonna be fun again this season i'm just gonna no, tell he took you a that
1: sharp turn too
0: but we can have hope that at least next season, things will be different. <laughs> I have no idea
1: how to interpret that. I, I don't know. know anything about next season. I
0: know. Uh, and
1: that's such a weasel word way to phrase that. We can have hope that things will be different in a season. You're fucking kidding me, Michaela. Oh, never, man. Good never. Lord. So Spike opens the door in his barely shirted state and Buffy isn't there. She's resisted and gone away from the crypt and whatever. Then even stranger things start happening, but they're supposed to be strange, but it's really like time loopy and hallucinatory. And then you're like, where does it end? Where does it end?
0: <laughs> where does it end? Is the
1: rest of the episode just one big hallucination?
0: Oh shit, that would be the worst reveal. That's <laughs> that's never a good narrative no, thing no, no. to do to your fucking audience.
1: The worst thing is the rest of the season yeah. is just a hallucination.
0: Oh, good. That could be good. So I actually like this as a way to fight Buffy. Oh yeah. Right? If you're the nerds, you can't actually fight Buffy. So having these demons th- to confuse her and have their like time yeah time loops and times just not being linear and she's all confused and doesn't know what's happening and she like punches spike without meaning to it's like right. very cool
1: and she punches katrina but does she it's, and is yeah. spike even there and yes i think he was there yeah. but it took me a while to come around and realize that that's, that was yes he was actually there
0: Because he's there, he's fighting the demons.
1: Well, then he's in her bed and then he's not in her bed. That was a dream. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Clearly that was a dream. I should have realized.
0: So yeah, no, after she goes back home, then she has a dream. And so that stuff's not real. (laughs) (laughs) So so the
1: hallucinations just blend right into the dream. And then she wakes up and you're like, are we done now? Like, it doesn't seem like we're necessarily done Uh now. We could still be going, guys. I know how this stuff works. (laughs)
0: I do see where you're coming from. But yeah, the whole point of this is to make her think that she hit Katrina and killed her.
1: Yeah, knocked her down a hill. She rolled away and landed at the bottom in a heap. Buffy eventually gets down there and investigates and finds that Katrina is there dead. But it was actually Lil' Jay that she punched and he was illusioning himself. But he had to be wearing a dress and have smeared eye makeup in the illusion.
0: I don't know how the illusion works.
1: Well, that's the thing. They haven't presaged any of this. We don't know how the illusions work. We haven't heard anything about these demons ahead of time. So the parameters are all very loose for an audience member.
0: Basically, they've put Katrina's actual corpse at the bottom of this hill, Mm -hmm. right? And at this point, I mean, for the time it must have taken them to get this plan together, summon the demons, do the spell. This is a lot of moving parts. Right. It's been multiple hours at least yes shouldn't spike a vampire be able to tell the difference between a freshly killed human and a person who was killed many hours ago
1: see you'd have a much worse case because your case is very strong you'd have a much worse (laughs) case if spike hadn't mentioned that he tracked buffy here by the smell of her (laughs) because he's a vampire
0: vampire remember i could feel you he's just agreeing with me yeah if they had he not mentioned that
1: tell. yeah then i would be like well you know he's a vampire but it's not really explained how good his powers are but no yeah you no. can track buffy here by smell alone he should Moment be able to, to tell go. a fresh corpse yeah. from a like hours dead corpse yes yeah i mean buffy should be able to tell at this point honestly you,
0: honestly you would think like i think it's pretty different i don't i'm no expert but
1: I'll say that I like it. I like the, the weird hallucinations going into dream. I, I don't like how that's done necessarily, but it, it's very fun and like too spooky, right? Like soup spooks going all over the place. We don't know what's real as an audience member and that's cool.
0: And like, honestly, what saved this episode for me is, so we, we sort of started to have this conversation during Ted when Buffy thinks she's killed Ted, right? Mm. But here we are and- Like, this episode just takes it that extra step further, where Buffy legitimately thinks she's killed someone. She is in the same position that Faith was, where Faith did it accidentally, you know, and Faith makes the argument of, how many people have we saved? She makes the same arguments that Spike tries to make. That's
1: where I had heard that before. Fuck! (laughs) Oh, I'm so dumb.
0: And Buffy takes the same stance that she did when it wasn't her, Mm -hmm. which... I think sort of shows us as the audience that, like, yeah, Buffy's having a bad time, but she's still a hero, and she's still going to take responsibility for her actions, and she's not Faith.
1: You know what? You're right. It is neat to see Buffy kill her sixth human, and then have Listen, some problems with that. We're, yeah. we're forgetting about the yeah cops. That, oh, I understand wow.
0: that. That's, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man,
1: when it gets to number six, you know, the first five are all freebies. The sixth one, though, <laughs> phew, that'll mess you up.
0: Yeah, I don't know why.
1: <laughs> she killed five corns on the car.
0: I, I don't know why the show <laughs> pretends like that didn't happen.
1: It's yeah. got a leg to stand on now.
0: But even from like Spike tries oh, to nonsense. get rid of the body the same way as Faith he fucks it up the same way as Faith like it's it's oh the same. God. I love it so much.
1: He's, he's so inco- he's so incompetent. incompetent like at getting they rid find of this it like, immediately and they immediately it's a very good Gilligan cut where he says <laughs> then, like they'll never find it and then it's the police officer saying they.
0: They found her. She was where did they find her? In the river
1: a half mile from the cemetery.
0: Oh, and you're just like, oh, Spike's the butt of the joke again. I could get behind this. But it's so weird though, right? Yeah. Because
1: like, he's the butt of the joke, but also it's delivered so seriously that you're like, is that a joke? I don't know. I don't know. Because everyone's really serious right now. Yeah. (sighs) Let's quickly get through some stuff and then we can have another fun segment to distract us. Buffy goes to Dawn, who is asleep, and Buffy's got a different coat on now, so I'm like, is that real? I don't know what's real anymore. (laughs) Buffy tells Dawn that she killed a lady, apologizes for being a shitty sister, which she was. Yeah. She's got to go turn herself in, and we're remembering that there are police in Sunnydale, which, which writers, (sighs) we don't want to do. We don't want to do it. that. nix that. Yeah,
0: and she, I mean, she literally says the same thing to Dawn. That she said to her when she jumped off of that spooky tower. Right. She says, Donnie, I have to. And Don feels like Buffy is trying to essentially get away from her again.
1: She is. Yep. And,
0: I mean, well, yeah. that's what she's
1: been doing the entire time she's been alive. Is like, trying to find a heroic way to die again.
0: And this is, yeah, how heroic is this, right? Oh, well, I'm in jail now. I don't have to think about any of my money problems, I guess.
1: Yep. Yep. Or my sister, I don't have to be a mother to her anymore.
0: But if he's going to rule the jail, like, let's be honest.
1: (laughs) That's the real Orange is the New Black that we want to (laughs) see.
0: Yo, that show's still going. I don't know how.
1: Fucking what? (laughs) Isn't she, like, out of jail at this point? No!
0: (laughs) I I assume not. That's the whole show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was mostly, like, naked people in jail. Not mostly, but, like, a, a large part of the... The initial appeal, I think, was based on titillation.
0: That's that's how they always do at the beginning of things, though, right? That's like, true. They they Very really true. pushed that at the beginning of Game of Thrones. Like, mm. I've seen graphs of like number of naked people per episode per <laughs> season. Sharp decline, especially <laughs> yeah, no once you get to the end of the season and like legitimate things are happening. There's zero naked people. They're like, we mm. don't have time for that shit.
1: <laughs> do we want to have a quick? Second segment? Hell yeah. All right, it's time to go into. You shall recast! You
0: shall not pass! (laughs) Oh boy, boy, oh boy. So
1: let's recast the folks in this episode using today's exciting technology, Michaela. I'm going to lean heavily on you for this because I don't know any actors, but I think it'll still be a lot of fun. I, I want to know, like, specifically the people who feature in this episode heavily. I'm talking your Danny Strongs. I'm talking to your Katrina, whatever her actress name is. I'm talking your Warrens, you, Adam Bush or something. Yeah. I'm talking your Tom Lanks. Like, who, who might be good for them? And if we want to talk about main characters, we can do that too. But we do that every week, right?
0: So, <laughs> so we're doing supporting characters who feature heavily in this episode. Correcto.
1: Okay. Do you have a good, like, Danny Strong alternate? That's that's one of the major things that I want to know. Mm-hmm. Who would be good as him now? That's a good
0: question.
1: Is that Fat Neil from Community? Like, he could be a good Jonathan?
0: The problem is that I worry now they would lean too hard on, like, wacky comedy Danny Strong. Mm. And, like, I'm just describing Josh Gad, right?
1: Right. <laughs> yes. Oh, Josh Gad would not be a good little Jay.
0: No, no, it would be terrible. So like, because what you need, what you need is someone who is going to, I mean, be there to kind of be the butt of a joke, ongoing joke about him being small. But then at the (laughs) same time, like he has to be the only one that has any heart, right?
1: I wanted to argue that little Jay's character does not depend on being very small but i think you're not wrong <laughs> I, I don't think
0: i am so now i'm trying to think who's small but has heart
1: <laughs> i mean those are generally <laughs> contradictory terms right <laughs>
0: that's
1: a tough one i don't know do we have anything good as a replacement tom Link. I mean, I think getting a Warren in here, like, who do you want to see that's an evil nerd, really? That might be an interesting one. And the problem is, I don't know young actors.
0: Yeah. All
1: of my information's very dated, so I'm not sure I would actually be getting anyone younger than the existing actors here.
0: (laughs) Which is delightful.
1: Yeah. Because, like, evil nerd, you can go for a Neil Patrick Harris, he does very well, (laughs) in Dr. Horrible. He's almost certainly older than Adam
0: (laughs) She's, I would say almost certainly, yeah. They might be a similar age, you're right, but no. Well, this is the thing. I can think of people, but then I just feel like I'm leaning too heavily on the, like, tropes of who they already are, right? Oh,
1: interesting. How so?
0: Like, Like, I mean, if I throw, if I throw uh, a Ewan Rian out there, who is, who plays Ramsey Bolton, because... Oh right. Yeah. I want to see that like pure evil. Oh,
1: that'd be amazing though. <laughs> he would be such a good warren. Can you imagine him being little and nerdy, but also super evil. This
0: is just it. I think he could pull off just being the like sort of passive nerd and then making that switch.
1: Yeah, I think that's the, actually the warren that I would prefer here. Is one who goes like full hardcore, yeah. clearly crazy. Like, insane.
0: Evil. And and I really I really feel like I want someone who is going to be able on a dime to go from like completely unthreatening to very terrifying
1: i think that's a really good shout honestly
0: i don't know why i really want to throw a dave franco in here i think he's too good looking
1: (laughs) (laughs) no oh my god he would be very good as one of the nerds though (laughs) You can like, you just, you mess up his hair, right? Yeah. And you you make him grow a bit of weird stubble, or not stubble, but like weird facial hair and get it real patchy. Mm-hmm. And then I think he could be a very good stand-in for an Andrew.
0: <laughs> it's just tough when people are too good looking though, because then you're really suspending your disbelief, you know?
1: You don't think Tom Link is very good looking? Michaela, I think on. he's cute,
0: but I don't <laughs> think he's like...
1: I have no idea how, how handsome he is. <laughs> Got no clue.
0: You just assume everyone is the same amount of handsome.
1: I I just I feel like I can't judge for some reason. With Interesting. Tom Lank. I don't like just on the scale. The scale is a question mark, and it's just sliding back and forth. Like, uh probably towards the better end.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Certainly maybe. not.
1: Certainly not displeasing to look
0: at. And then you just get all flustered by the whole yeah, exercise. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so then good. yeah, maybe
1: I make a like a little joke about it and see how that goes to right. gauge what your reaction is.
0: <laughs> Dipping your toe in. Yeah. Just see how it goes. Uh, oh
1: god. Do, I, I would love to get a a call on Katrina. Do you know a smart lady or a lady who can play smart who would get very mad? Effectively or well.
0: I started watching Fargo season three, hmm. which has Mary Elizabeth Winstead in it. Who is, I... you do know, she's the yeah. person from 10 Cloverfield Lane.
1: <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, I would like that. So. I was also thinking, is it Molly from the first season of Fargo? Oh, yeah. Like, obviously, again, my reference points are all way too old at this point. <laughs> she is but...
0: probably... I don't know how old Mary Elizabeth Winstead is, but yeah. But she's
1: so good. Oh, There's a reason she's been getting a lot of castings She's lately. so
0: good. Oh, Jesus. Now, I just want to put Jesse Plemons in this show.
1: Uh, I know who that is. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, you do.
0: Sorry. He's the guy in uh, USS Callister who's also in Game Night.
1: Oh, yes. Yes. Discount Matt Damon. <laughs> discount That's who Matt it is. Damon. <laughs> Where would he even? He would be a great Ted. Holy potato shit. matt
0: damon uh oh, feels feel so bad yeah but he'd be a good ted he would be Can such a good ted oh, he'd be such a good robot oh yes. shit he'd be great
1: ah oh, excellent okay <laughs> i like i like all that and i think we've spent long enough on you good. shall recast for now <laughs> so let's uh let's continue on in this okay, humdinger of an episode
0: slogging through we're getting we're almost there you know we are
1: So, right. Spike has said that he took care of the body. He didn't. It's a very bad job. Spike makes all the same arguments that Faith made. Buffy's not hearing it. Well, she is, but she's got the same arguments, which are good because she's got a moral center.
0: And then Buffy beats the shit out of Spike, just like Faith beat the shit out of her own body in that episode where they body swapped. (sighs) Right.
1: Man, parallels, you know? (laughs) Whew. Who would have thought? Who would in this sort of a show? Yeah. 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 Crazy. Can't even imagine No, I didn't get any of this though. And (laughs) like there's it's very blatant in some cases. (laughs) Yeah. Spike uh, as you said, makes the same argument that Faith makes.
0: Exact same argument. But I forget. I'm like a goldfish. I know, I know. I never forget. It's a sieve, I understand. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And that's all good times. Yeah. So Spike gets the ship eaten out of him again in not too long a time because I feel like that happened last season where yeah. he got all angel faced up.
0: Because Glory beat the shit out of him, yeah, yeah, right, she's torturing that's what it him. Was.
1: Yeah, yeah. So his face is fucked up again. Buffy still doesn't care enough to actually say anything nice to him after this, and goes into the police station. So that's not feeling good for old Spike orino. Well,
0: because to her, Spike is just the physical embodiment of all these things she hates about herself. Yeah, and I mean. It's unfair to Spike what she's, this whole, like, I'm going to put relationship in big air quotes is unfair mm-hmm. to Spike and she knows it. And that's part of why she's so angry at him slash herself.
1: Well, Spike is the most obvious reminder of her wrongness that yeah. she feels deep inside in so many ways, because it's the relationship. It's also the fact that he can hit her. Like all of these are just contributing to the fact that Spike is the embodiment of Of what is wrong with her on the inside. And and it's embodied so she can hit it.
0: He keeps trying to pull her further into the dark. Because he thinks that that is his chance for them to actually be together. So he's not helping himself at all from that respect. So yeah, she goes to the police station. She's going to give her statement. And luckily for her...
1: The police station's too busy. They've identified, they've got to read out the name Katrina Simmons.
0: Katrina.
1: Is that spelled like Ka and then Trina? Trina,
0: Trina, Trina, Trina. (laughs) Right? Yeah, so we have the garbage
1: flashback to a year ago before Buffy died when she heard the name Trina once and she's like, that's it, I've cracked it. And you're like, holy fuck, good job, Buffy.
0: Yeah. And it's exactly what Little Jay and Andrew were afraid of rightly so like you oh, yeah. this is this is precisely why you don't target someone you know right seriously like that's the you. that's the first person they're gonna check someone who kn- knew the victim yeah Anyways. so dumb
1: <laughs> they find out about the wacky demons that andrew summoned and they're i am so shocked i know that you held yourself back for pictures in this episode <laughs> and i'm not gonna allow that to happen anymore but yeah. honest to God, how did you not take pictures of this? Like, okay, Buffy's sheer top, sure. It's it, fine. It's fun. It's yeah, it, fine. Whatever. It's Looks it's good. cutesy
0: in a good way actually. This time, like, it's yes. not too cutesy. It's like the right level of cutesy. It
1: like embodies the darkness in her soul without going over the top about it. <laughs> sure, yeah. But the fact that Anya is dressed like a literal clown, <laughs> and you have no pictures of this, is I'm so gonna be upsetting to with me. With you,
0: I did not notice these pants
1: these pants <laughs> the I cuffs okay so the pants they are <laughs> leggings that are they've got giant flowers printed on them
0: they're giant pink flowers on like a brown and green background right oh boy
1: her top is brown but otherwise looks very much like a clown it's got the frills. big ruffles on the yeah. bottom yeah the the frills around the the neckline the bottom of the shirt and the hands, like it's these, these cuffs are clown cuffs, they
0: are clown cuffs. They're You're right.
1: insane. You're right. And right. her hair, her looks hair is like garbage.
0: Trash. Yeah, I don't know what they've done with her hair from much. her
1: red alert, the highs earlier in this uh, episode, the to the highest. lowest of lows. Yeah, the lowest she of looked lows. like a, a classy 50s dame and, and now she's like this, she looks like a clown. <laughs> Uh, oh my god. Yeah. I couldn't focus on anything else because she looks like a clown. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Delightful.
1: The nerds are happy about getting away with murder, except Lil Jay's far less enthused and Andrew's only semi enthused about that.
0: But in a way they are trapped by Warren. They're trapped oh, by yeah. their complicitness in this thing. Cause now sure. like they're too they're too deep. Yeah to back
1: they out they can't go to the police and be like oh yeah last week <laughs> killed a person left their body somewhere and I know you found it somewhere else but like that wasn't us <laughs> our, our
0: plan was to try to frame it up like frame someone yeah. else for the murder but it didn't work out so I mean we're here now to confess yeah that's much worse
1: yeah it's not gonna go well for them whatever we'll have fun with that probably no we won't we'll just have more depressing times yeah Tara's got the bombshell to drop at the end of this though <sighs> There's nothing wrong with Buffy. She's got a tan. This, this makes me angry, I think. Uh,
0: uh
1: Because yes, Tara says that when Buffy came back, she came back the same, but mildly changed, right? Like (laughs) incredibly mildly different. Just like
0: on a cellular level.
1: (laughs) Right. So in a way that doesn't change anything, but changes the fact that Spike can hit her. And you're like, what? What the fuck? What?
0: (laughs) This comes back to the entire sci-fi aspect of how spike's chip works at all and it has not been explained and they didn't
1: try to explain how it worked no other than he couldn't hit people and could hit demons and we've been left to make inferences but the fact that buffy is not different it's so clear that she is not different tara wants to be a hundred percent clear she is not different at all except she is very slightly different in just different a technical enough. way. <laughs> yeah. Like, technically correct way. Yeah. She's slightly different. And I'm like, what the fuck, show? Did you have any of this planned out or were you just making it up as you went along?
0: It's a good question. I mean, clearly they had this plan for Buffy to be able, or for Spike to be able to hit Buffy. When yep. they made that plan, did they have an, any idea why? It's hard <laughs> to say because it's been a while since then. Yeah yeah and yeah. then
1: in one episode it all gets <laughs> very large air quotes resolved
0: resolved <laughs> this is the extent of the resolution we're going oh, to have of
1: course it is because buffy's right. fine she's not yep. different at all except she's mildly different but not in a way that affects anything except spike's chip and it's <laughs> like what the fuck are you talking about show so
0: the point of this is that buffy wanted tara to tell her she came back wrong she's not the same person hmm. she's different she's very right. she's broken. definitely broken yeah different. it's
1: something that she can't control she's not is feeling yeah, exactly. this way because something went wrong with the spell that other people did to her and it's not her fault that she is caving to these desires with spike
0: yeah, it's not her doing these things
1: right it's the fact that all of the inside of her is just horribly mutilated after this experience. And then learning that that's not the case is obviously shattering to her. And I think that hits pretty well until I have to think about what it means for her to be mildly different, but not different, but mildly different.
0: Yeah. And I mean, yeah. So the whole point of it is that she, she now, now that she doesn't have that excuse anymore, she's just, she can say like, well then why am i doing these things and you know she actually tells tara what she's been doing with spike mm-hmm. and how shitty she feels about it yeah and bad. has like a big old cry because she is like yeah what she says is that the only time she feels anything is when her and spike are boning down and that's a terrible reason to be with someone just because you feel something
1: and Tara's suggestion that maybe Buffy feels like more for him, not true, not
0: no. Just,
1: either Buffy something Buffy really doesn't want to think about, or literally not true, which is worse.
0: It's much worse. The way Buffy yeah. reacts, it really seems like it's that.
1: Yep, it's Buffy yeah. doesn't is not in love with him. It just makes her feel something, and yeah, that's yeah. rough.
0: And Tara tries to say that like, oh, it's okay, you know, to be having sex with him and not necessarily love him. Which, sure, you know, like she doesn't want to say, oh, Buffy, you're not in love with this person. You shouldn't be having sex with them. But it's not like Buffy likes him even. No. Right? She, she detests him. him. Yeah, yeah. She hates him. She hates him. how
1: she feels around him. Yeah. And she thought it was something wrong with her that made her keep going back to this feeling. But nope. No. Well, it is something kind of wrong with her, I guess. I don't know. Just not uh. in like a magical way. <laughs> so that's our episode. That's it this is um yep again i'd be turning my back on this show at this point and being like cool that was fine that's
0: that's enough for you yeah yep
1: yep. but it's gonna get better from here right all up from here
0: well (laughs) so you know how i told you that there were two more very low-rated episodes yes this is not one of them Uh, even like slightly
1: but I preferred Double Meat Palace to this episode by a factor of like 10.
0: I understand why. Yeah. Right?
1: So I don't, I'm not all doom and gloom about this. I think it will legitimately, I'll, I'll have a much better time in the future. Just like right now, <laughs> could take it or leave it.
0: Because this, yeah, it's just a downer. Like, yep. in most of the episodes, even when things are going bad, it doesn't feel this hopeless. And just like, everything sucks. Mm-hmm. So on the the um, aggregate website, this is seventy three out of one hundred and forty four. Almost smack dab in the middle. Yeah, and I think it's pretty polarizing. Mm -hmm. So the IMDb people do not generally like it very much. Oh yeah,
1: well because it's it's the opposite of the of wrecked. Is it when Buffy first has sex with Spike?
0: Yeah, because this is sex
1: with Spike is bad, and they're like, but no
0: yeah sex with spike is good we all like uh, that yeah. And they're being told
1: something different and of course they don't like that
0: it's strange because the entire buffy spike relationship is ostensibly fan service but it's so <laughs> toxic yeah so you're like giving the fans what they want in the worst way possible
1: i think that's a really fun thing to do with fan service <laughs>
0: <laughs> fuck you you thought you wanted this you were wrong
1: that's like joss's jam right i guess that's joss's jam yeah Yeah, that's how he do i like that aspect of it do we have a a teeks to bring this back up to a reasonable level as we sign off excellent uh the one
0: where there's no way warren kills a girl nope not even remotely close
1: (laughs) uh okay what else happens see it's a lot of continuations of things Mm. you know we already had a the one where buffy has sex with spike
0: Yeah, it's not that.
1: So it's not that. The one where Buffy is framed for murder.
0: Wow, that is so close. Yeah. I'm impressed. The one where Buffy is being set up.
1: Ooh, okay, yeah.
0: Damn, I I would never have gotten that. Like in a million (laughs) years. I'm very impressed. You are teeks. Proves it. I love this episode. I just love the trio, as they call themselves. I think they're one of the best villains the show had. And I love that they are basically powerless nerds who just want to be supervillains. <laughs>
1: but they're so much grosser than that.
0: Yes. In a really
1: visceral, repulsive
0: way. Go on. Yes. Not evil, just supervillains. I think they read one too many comic books. No. No, Teeks. It's, it does seem like there's like sort of cognitive uh, dissonance in this review where Teeks is really really skating past the parts of it that uh, are the most distasteful. So. Well, I
1: don't remember any of this happening from my yeah. own watching. Like, I'm sure I did not think it was as problematic then as I think it is now.
0: Yeah, I don't know. In this episode, Buffy is having trouble putting pieces of her day together after she supposedly kills a girl. Which, as a first sentence, <laughs> is pretty misleading. <laughs> That's
1: like two-thirds of the way into the <laughs> yeah. episode.
0: She is having double vision, time lapses, yet she still thinks it's all her fault. What? (laughs) We're not done. Spike, being the only one there, and the only one who knows, gets rid of the body. Buffy is determined to turn herself in when she realizes what really happened. The trio, comma, use a device on Warren's ex-girlfriend, comma, to make her their slave. The effects wear off and she tries to escape. Then Warren, accidentally, in quotes, kills her. I think it was pretty accidental. Yeah. Like, I don't- I don't think he meant to kill her anyways jonathan and andrew want to go to the police and explain to them what happened but warren doesn't let them instead they hide it by messing with buffy and making her think she did it that's, the that's whole like review. some
1: quentin tarantino level <laughs> non-chronological shit happening right? there
0: it's it's the opposite order that ever <laughs> actually happened in the show i would say that's
1: memento style
0: <laughs> it's, it's totally backwards what do you think Teaks rated this episode I cannot believe the Teaks loved this. I... Right? Aren't you so surprised? I was shocked. Is this a nine? It's an eight. Okay. Which is awesome, according to Taylor Kingston. Should not be. So that is the highest rating that has an actual written review. <laughs> yeah. There is a one. Good. Buffy's worst ever episode. Hey, yeah. Listen- it
1: it didn't make me question my sanity in the way that Goodbye Iowa did and honestly listening back to that episode holy fuck <laughs> Goodbye Iowa is the worst It's awful in every conceivable way and literally made me question my reality yeah. So this is not that bad but yes
0: Time had really softened the harsh edges of Goodbye, Iowa for you. <laughs> I thought surely eating the floppy disks and like
1: escaping up a vent, and then Doctor Scientist doing his garbage exposition and the giant scopes on guns and
0: Uh. Tara doing her nonsense
1: (laughs) and the bandana. I thought all of that was Uh. each in a separate episode. It's all crammed into one. Yeah. Uh, Yes. So, okay. (sighs) A a one out of 10, that's bad. And I don't quite agree with that, but I did not have a good time.
0: Although this person's this person's problem with it is that the episode veers into soap opera melodrama. Well, which I don't really think I would say <laughs> I don't know. Buffy punching
1: sobbing while she punches her vampire lover outside of a police station.
0: <laughs>
1: you know what? She's I'm not sobbing. Say, She's angry. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's uh it's a close thing to a vampi <laughs> to a soap opera melodrama.
0: I don't know what my favorite outfit is. Hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, look at that
0: red fucking dress. On, on. Honestly, this licorice necklace. Mm,
1: it doesn't it look is bad. so
0: eye-catching. And yeah, Very not in a bad way. Not in a bad way.
1: Yep, I like that. In an episode where I'm the loser, who is the winner?
0: <laughs> oh,
1: Warren boy. gets away with murder. Good for that, him. I murder mean, that was... and attempted rape. And kidnapping.
0: Yeah, I don't. All the I don't wackiest ever... crimes. Wanna say that he's the winner, but I don't think anyone else is.
1: Buffy definitely loses. Spike loses 100%. Dawn hey, a hundred percent. Don still has a chance. Tara got sister. to be
0: in this show. Tara again.
1: Squara is the winner.
0: Let's give her to Squara. She gives Buffy some good news that Buffy did not want, surprisingly. <laughs> she thought it was good news. Right? She's like, hey Buffy, guess what? You're fine. <laughs> Buffy's like, no, 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 check again. I think I'm wrong. Check again. And she's like, no, no, I checked. Like, you can trust me, you're you're perfectly fine. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yep. Good old Squara. All right. What do we have coming up
0: next time on
1: Buffy the Vampire Slayer?
0: I promise you it will not be this much of a downer. Fucking Let's start there. The next episode is going to be about how Dawn, you know, has been feeling.
1: It's overdue. (laughs) Uh, But so many things... So many things in this show are overdue. Cause I was like, "Oh fuck! Oh, we're finally doing the whole Buffy came back wrong thing." Like that's been a while that we've known about that. And then I'm like, "Yeah, but they were they were sorting out other stuff out too." I think they've just got too many things happening.
0: It's like remember last season when Don used to steal stuff and like we <laughs> thought that was gonna be a thing. It's a thing now. <laughs> it's been almost so sort
1: of a thing this well, season. Well, it was a
0: thing Twice. Yeah, that's True. It was a thing That's twice true. this season oh, it hasn't been that long i guess oh maybe that was more this that wasn't the last season oh god this season's been dragging on forever wasn't it last season no it's like once more with feeling yeah and... but it started way before that is there one last season
1: yeah yeah yeah. there was one last season oh um, maybe near
0: the end yeah okay
1: because they're in Zanya's apartment and she takes
0: some earrings or some shit
1: yeah i think so I don't know, because it definitely it was all the way, and then once more with feeling that she was like, "Oh, I steal things," right? And then I That's... feel like there was something else. Anyway, and like I don't want to
0: use the term "bottle episode," <laughs> but
1: <laughs> so what you're saying is I'm gonna have the best time.
0: I'm sorry, Listen,
1: I'm not quitting this podcast. That's not I happening. I know, it's you're just like deep. yeah. At this point, I'm like, well, Buffy's a show with occasional good episodes.
0: Yeah. The, this season is
1: divisive
0: the end's gonna be really good you know yeah. Yeah. we're gonna have some fun and next season it, the, the whole feeling is going to be very different oh yeah like this you know because the whole point of this season is that life is the big bad which is <laughs> always gonna be a downer
1: it is it's true <laughs> yeah yeah drugs are the real enemy <laughs> Uh, So I'm
0: not saying you're going to have, like, a great time next episode. But but there's only nine
1: more episodes, you know, in (laughs) this season. So I'm guessing at least two or three of those are going to be good.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: All right. Sounds good. (laughs) Until then this episode will be up on the reddit that's buffy.reddit.com we'll have all the pictures up on the facebook group it's always fun you could email us beyondvenue.hellmouth at gmail.com that's in the show notes and if you want to reach out to us personally you can find us on ono a chinese social network run on the blockchain that pioneers openness and lack of censorship and uh good luck with that in china guys really sorry about that sounds like a (laughs) shitty situation But I'm on there at, oh yeah. And Michaela, you are?
0: I'm on there at, oh no, you didn't.
1: Very nice. And until next time. Farewell farewell from from the the Hellmouth.
0: Welcome to the Hellmouth.
1: Hellmouth? No. Hellmouth? Hell no. no.